Hi, everybody. Brian Davis here again. It's Longhorn Confidential for the final time, probably for the 2021 season. Texas is four and seven going into the regular season finale against Kansas State. I guess it's the season finale. There's, there's, there's not going to be a postseason in this case. Four and seven. And Texas is trying to avoid finishing on a seven game losing streak. Both quarterbacks are dinged up. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian said today that if the game was today, Casey Thompson would probably be the starter. Kansas State also has some quarterback issues as well. But, guys, I want to talk about just, you know, senior day, senior week is always fascinating around here. And I feel like if, if fans could see some of, the, some of the human side of the guys that we saw today, I feel like their, their opinion of the team would change a little bit because losing does bother these guys and because um, for the work that they put in. Um, so it's nice to see that, even though everyone's upset about four and seven. Yeah, we even got Derek Kerstetter to smile. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that was monumental. He so. smiled because he knows he's never going to have to do a Monday with us again. That's no, why he was in such it a good is. mood. Doug. That, that is it, yes, he said he enjoyed it sometimes, not all the time. No, but I was—I don't know—it's kind of a cool week because it's the end of their college careers and for many of them it's into their football careers so uh yeah it's going to be an emotional time you know Cade Brewer said yeah not that emotional guy by the end of his 10 minutes with us he said yeah it's going to be pretty emotional so I think it is he's talked about the uh touchdown against USC when he was a freshman a long time ago and kind of all comes full circle for this guys these guys and it seems like it resonates more than any other time this week Oh, my turn. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the case with um, senior day um, pretty much every year, even if the team was 14 and 0 or um, four and seven, you do get to know these guys are a little bit more reflective, a little bit more willing to open up. Sometimes you get a little couple surprises. We got, we got Tope here today for the first time. Um, Loved him. Jacoby, Jacoby came awesome. in for the first time since, uh, Great. you know, I, I think after um, maybe in the Rice game. Um, so, you know, we get, we get to talk to some of these guys and get to know them a little bit more. And you're right. And, you know, that's a good lesson for fans, good lesson for us in the media. It's really good, a good lesson for people in general. Um, you know, there's people behind everyone. There's people behind us on this screen. I mean, there's, uh, you know, people probably in our mentions. Uh, there's one, one woman who likes to always uh, tell us how, how terrible we are on these on these videos, but there's, there's people behind, there's people behind everyone, you know, there's feelings behind players, there's feelings behind coaches, there's feelings behind your grocer down in, down at the HEB. I mean, there's, you know, people, it doesn't hurt to be nice to people. I mean, that, that, that's just kind of how, how it is, you know, kindness is free. And I think that's a lesson that people can um, learn for everyone, especially during the season where these guys are four and seven. It's not like these guys are four and seven and enjoying every minute of this. They probably hate this more than every single person that's rooting for this team. You know, losing sucks and these guys know it. And, you know, sometimes this wouldn't hurt to not be a jerk and just kind of live your life um, in the spirit of Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, be, be, be nice people. That's, that's all, all I got to say. And sometimes senior day just kind of reminds us of that. You know, um, speaking of kindness, uh, a non-senior showed up today by the name of B. John Robinson just a prince of a kid and he's out for the season with a, with a dislocated elbow. He's in here smiling. He's in here telling us that 
he will be back next year. He will not be transferring. It's God's plan that he stay a Longhorn. And he could have he could have slept in today, but he didn't. He said he enjoyed coming in. He enjoyed the process of speaking with the media. He likes the relationship that he has with us. And he's an example. He's the best player on, on one of the worst Texas teams in, in, in three quarters of a century. And he's in here positive and, and smiling and joyful. And he's an example of, of what life can be. Life throws you curveballs. Uh, but you can make those curve. You can straighten out those curveballs if you have the right attitude. And I think he's a great example to other kids on how to be a pro. Even though he's a collegiate athlete, he's a real pro already at this. He's a pro at football, and he's also a pro at life. He's a shining light. Yeah, and I and I felt like that was why it was important. Just kind of you know, to pin him down on the record to make sure that, A, he he was going to play for Texas. And I thought it was important that he said, I am going to play. You know, I'm sure I'm sure people in his circle want him to sit out and protect himself uh, for the draft at some point. But, no, this is a dude who not only wants to get on the field and play, he wants to do it in burn orange. Yeah, I think so. Uh, like I said, it was refreshing talking to these guys today. And uh, I think you're right, Brian, too, if, if fans, you know, could get a glimpse of our interactions with them, I think they'd probably feel differently, you know, about the team. And uh, they do hurt. They are hurting. I mean, it's obvious. So, but it's amazing through most all this season, but especially today, they were talking about how united this locker room is, how much they believe in Sarkeesian and his entire staff. And, and you know, like Danny was talking about the record, you couldn't tell if they were four and seven or 14 and oh, uh, they were positive. They weren't grousing. Yeah. They don't know the answers for why they were four and seven. I mean, Brendan Scooter says, well, they're so cut so close for the cusp of a great team. I go, well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Kirk, you know? Kirk pushed back on that. <laughs> <laughs> not a great team. Not when you're four and seven, not going to a bowl game, but the squeeze positivity it. did squeeze come it. through. Squeeze that football. Squeeze it. And our conversations are different. Squeeze it. Just intercept that ball. Just, just catch it. Just catch yeah, it. Exactly. But it was fun listening to Bijan. And then afterward, Bijan shakes everybody's hand, you know, the whole media core. So it's just a first class guy. It was, a, you know, it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens with him next year. Um, I, I think it's probably good for Texas fans. Leads to, I guess, less speculation during the offseason about his future. But, you know, I think we've seen proven um, this past year with the NFL draft with guys like Jamar Chase and um, Sewell from, from Oregon that you can skip a year and, you know, not have it hurt your draft stock. And Jamar's obviously having a great, great rookie season. So, you know, that at least probably had to be um, a talking, I think he said it has been a talking point, um, you know, around, around his circle. So, you know, good for him for kind of cutting that speculation short. Um, I wouldn't have faulted him if he had chosen to, sit out next year and protect himself. I mean, he did leave the last two um, games with an injury. So, I mean, you can't really, you know, that's uh, obviously has to be concerned, but good for him. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, number five back out there and seeing what he can do, um, you know, coming off this injury. And, you know, he says he's going to be cleared in a couple of weeks. I don't know if that's clear to be doing bench press and all, all that stuff, but you know, it'll be good to see him in the spring and good to see him during the 2022 season. Yeah, you know, he was trying to go back in the game after dislocating his elbow 
<laughs> that's that's how, crazy. how positive and motivated this team guy this guy is. So, uh, yeah, he's impressive. We probably, we probably should hit on a little bit of, of Steve Sarkeesian today. Uh, I thought that was interesting. He had three main points of things he wants to get better at you know, going into 2022. Number one was improve the pass rush, uh, get more depth along the offensive line, and uh, he wants to open up the quarterback competition. I know a lot of people are going to probably like hearing that. Uh, and whether that means getting a freshman recruit or going into the transfer portal, he's open to anything and everything as he should be at this point. Instead, uh, let's start with you on this. Um, you, you, yes, we can rank all these things, but in, in your mind, if you were Sark, said, where would you start? You always start at the most important position, quarterback. No, no great college football team is deficient at that position. Now, they had some big games at the position. Casey, Casey Thompson. Had some wonderful games at the position. But uh, like he said, you have to open that up. He's a quarterback himself by trade. He knows how big that is. And so maybe you need to get bigger and sturdier at that position. Both guys got banged up this past week. But I would start a quarterback and then defense and then offensive line. Those are my three main, my main, my three main um, priorities if I'm Sarkeesian. And wide receiver is another one. You know, mm -hmm. it's funny because Sark talked about, oh, I thought I had a lot of depth at wide receiver this spring. And then, you know, Joshua Moore thing happened. Troy Amiri uh, didn't even get to play it down this season. Jordan Whittington gets hurt against Oklahoma and then didn't even get a touch Saturday against West Virginia. So that spot, too, definitely going to need shoring up. And then – then there's linebacker in secondary, and oh yeah, Cameron Dicker's leaving too. So, yeah, it's a full rebuild. Danny, where would you start in rebuilding? I, I don't think there's a position um, that you can say is good, especially like Kirk said. You know, even the the punter slash kicker isn't going to be here. Um, you know, they do have some talented pieces in this um, upcoming recruiting class. Assuming all those guys stay on board, I think they're going to get depth at the running back position. I think they're going to get depth at the receiver position, especially when you consider those guys um, that were hurt this year, presumably being healthy. So, I mean, they're going to get depth, but, you know, it's quarterback. And that's the, you know, a school like Texas where you have number 10 retired, you have number 12 retired. I mean, that's, you know, that's, it starts there. And um, with, with Sam leaving and, you know, Hudson and Casey, um, I mean, Casey's had some great record-setting, um, historic performances this year, and but he's also had some performances that were not good and make you wonder if he is the future at this, this position. And Hudson was a four-star guy, but it, you know he's he struggled greatly at times, but shown a couple couple flashes. So you know Steve needs to first off start with those guys, figure out if they're in the future plans, figure out if Malik Murphy is a guy that you can build this program around, or you can figure if you need to go find a guy in the transfer portal who. You know, maybe only needs like one year before he's getting ready to go to the league and you can kind of, you know, build something there before before you start. So, you know, I offensive line quarterback is probably my big my big two. I think they have they can address their depth at the position through their signing class, but those two is where is where we start. Well, it's not hard to figure out where we start on Friday because Deuce Vaughn is going to be rolling into town. I don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback for K-State, but I know who's going to be starting at running back. Uh, the offspring of one Chris Vaughn, who uh, would love to stick it to Texas anytime he could, the way he uh, was uh, unceremoniously let go 
uh, in during I think it was 2016 maybe or one of Charlie Strong's years. One of them. One, one of them. Whenever. Deuce, whenever. Vaughn is, Deuce Vaughn is terrific. He is a he is a Deuce. phenomenal running back. He is he is fantastic. Said to start with you because this will serve as our as our Longhorn Confidential for the week because with Turkey Day on Thanksgiving. So Texas and K State. Not for all the Tostitos, but who you got? Don't let the deuce get loose. And the deuce is a friend, Duck, of the On Second Thought podcast. He's been on. He's been on. Just like Sark said, he's Darren Sproles 2.0. So he can't get loose. Like I told Daniel last week, I've lost all faith in this football team. (laughs) I have. I'm not going to pick them. I can't. Even on senior day with some great guys that came in here, I just don't know that they have it in them to win a football game. So I'm uh, right now on Monday, I'm leaning, I'm leaning toward Kansas State with the um, option of changing my mind in the next couple of days. But right now it's K-State. Duck. I'm kind of leaning the same way. It's just when you see them lose six games in a row, you know, and I know they're going to be coming out, you know, breathing fire and and just, you know, three feet off the ground. But Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Because we've said that yeah. how many times this year? Well, Did we played the desperation card and they still lost. But the problem is, and how long does that even last? You have that adrenaline, that high, you hugged your, your family and your siblings and you heard the crowd. I assume there'll be a crowd. Uh, but but that wears off, and then it goes back to making plays. And K State's a seven and four team that uh, you know it's a lot of the same guys that beat Oklahoma, you know, two years. So uh, yeah, I mean it's going to be hard to pick Texas in this one. Danny, Danny, yeah, you know how I was trying to be like, hey, let's be positive. You know, it doesn't <laughs> hurt to be kind. Yeah, uh, that lady who hates us and wouldn't mind seeing four new faces on her Zoom screen next year. She can get back to typing again because I just can't pick this Texas team. I don't need a lean. I don't need a, you know, right here on Monday disclaimer. Um, I knew last week I was going to be picking Kansas State in this game and, you know, nothing was done this past weekend to at West Virginia to change my mind. I, I do hope for the senior's sake, I know they're going to be fired up. I do hope that they have a better ending, but I just see – the way this run defense has been playing, Deuce Vaughn has a very, very nice game. And, uh, you know, Kansas State heads into the postseason. Um, you know, they're still jostling for a good bowl game. I just see um, the Wildcats taking this one and, you know, us talking about the uh, 2022 season uh, the next time. Because we'll be back. Sorry to that lady. Um, we'll be back. Uh, uh, we'll be talking about the 22 season uh next time that we that we chat and have one we've got eligibility left longhorn confidence to to that lady who hates us we love you (laughs) we love you to life and guess what you hate us so much that you tune in every week to hear what we're saying so keep on loving us and keep on clicking baby we love you and we'll see you next year on longhorn confidential for more hater aid, we're we're not going anywhere. We're gonna be here. Keep on clicking. That should be our new motto. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but that is funny. So, BD, right. you drinking the Kool Aid? Absolutely. I'm not drinking no Kool Aid. I'll I'll be drinking something on Thursday, watching the Cowboys, no doubt. But uh, I'll Friday be morning. I will be in. I will be at Jerry World Thursday. Uh, Statesman subscribers, 
check me out. I'll be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will uh I will be checking out purple the purple power cats on Friday morning. Give me K State as well. For all the reasons you guys listed, it's it's just it's too hard uh to to see Texas pulling it out against a seven and four team that quite frankly needs to keep winning and building uh for their own postseason efforts uh right now. So uh so give me K State on Friday. But anything else before we wrap it up here before the holiday? Go get some raisin brand. I'll Explain say this. That. I'll that. say this to our friends out there. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, this is a Thanksgiving that most of us will be gathering in larger groups because it's a lot less dangerous. But stay safe out there. Continue to mask up. Uh, enjoy your loved ones. Tomorrow's not promised. Uh, and everyone have a happy holiday. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in every week and reading us and. Um, we hope we hope that we bring a little bit of entertainment and information to you as well. If you've made it this far, we we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of fans out there are frustrated. Um, you know, I know a lot of fans probably checked out a couple weeks ago, but if you're still, you know, cheering on this team, wanting to read about this team, we appreciate you using Hook'em.com as your as your avenue to. You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of good sites out there, and we're glad that you are checking us out and going through this turbulent season with us and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I know I will be with, with my family and I know the guys will be too, but you know, I just hope everyone has a good, good Turkey day and um, doesn't get too drunk during the Cowboys game. Stay safe, everybody. Absolutely. And as always, remember, read it all at hook'em.com and statesman.com. Uh, for all the fellas, I'm Brian. We'll talk to you next time.